a Monday morning, and you know what that means, dreamers. Welcome back to the Isolation Station. Well, this is Does Does Disney, and I'm your host. It's me. It's me. It's the DOZ. Landon the Does Don't kicking your week off the right way with a little bit of Disney news coming out of the House of the Mouse in Orlando, Florida. Um, first of all, to all of our Florida listeners, I hope you are doing well. I hope you were able to ride the storm out talking about Hurricane Ian that came blowing through last week. And uh, if you did suffer any damage, it was minimal. And uh, you and yours made it through okay. Um, uh, at this point in the show, I'll bring on my co-host, my tag team partner. You know her. You love her. She is the rising star in the podcasting world. She is the rising star in the streaming world. Uh, follow her on Twitter. Uh, new handle, who dis? It's Steffers. Steffers. You changed your name, so I had to change up your intro. What's up, my friend? You uh, had to deal with some of the uh, remnants of Hurricane Ian. How are things in your neck of the woods, my friend? Hello. It is me. I really enjoyed that whole It's Steffers, but the handle is also It's, it's Steffers. right? So <laughs> that, you know, it just flows really nice. Um, let me tell you, it took... I'm, I'm going to address the new handle. Uh, Asians like 95 has been a... I mean, it's been a Buffalo Wild Wings sauce for a very long time, mm -hmm. but it also was my nickname like throughout college. I went from Bacon Bits to Asian Zing 95. If you know me, you know me. But if you just if this is new to you, we're going to just roll through that. It what? I have a question. Bacon Bits? What? Yeah. Oh, I had a really big obsession with bacon. I like I have a bacon pillow. I used to have a bacon like magnet on my car. Like it was like a whole thing. People okay. in high school still call me bacon. My mom calls me bacon. It's like a whole Aww. thing. Um <laughs> Yeah, I just think that the Asian Zing era of my life is coming to a close. Which is, makes me very sad, but I figured with my adventures with Steffers, you know, rise, I think, you know, if Taylor Swift can have her own eras, I think it's my turn, you know? Mm-hmm. So we're going to It's Steffers. Honestly, for the longest time, I was trying to figure out how to put adventures with Steffers, and then it clicked, and it was like, It's Steffers. It's going to work. This is this is what we're doing. I like it. Uh, thank you. I tried really hard. And, uh, yeah, so Ian, number one, I'm going to echo what Landon said. Um, I went to college in Fort Myers, so it's very... It weighs heavy on my heart. Mm. Um, and I lived in Naples after I went to college. So it, it, you know, it's very sad to see places that I visited over, you know, four plus years being what it is now. Um, also sad to see all the Orlando peeps that are going through it. Literally all Floridian peeps. Mm -hmm. And then to top it all off, my Carolina peeps, like especially coastal. Storm surge is no joke, y'all. Storm surge is no joke, but I hope all of you are doing well. Uh, we had no power for a few hours, and then uh, apparently we have a hole in our attic. But I mean, it's fine. We're fine. Like, mm. we're all in one piece. Um, there's just a bunch of, like, downed, like, branches, some downed trees, and, you know, typical, typical stuff. We definitely did not get it as hard as our Florida friends, but also if we had gotten something more extensive like we're not we're built different it just wouldn't it just wouldn't have been great yeah <laughs> so i'm mm -hmm. i'm glad that we're okay and i'm glad it wasn't as strong as it was but it was still not great and 
yeah i wish i wish that on nobody to deal with that because it's stressful y'all it's stressful yeah i've i've fortunately never had to go through something like a hurricane we talked a little last week you know i'm just a hillbilly from the hills of east tennessee we have to deal with tornadoes but nothing on the scale of a hurricane but i mean mother nature is one of those things that can be awe-inspiring and terrifying all at the same time and some of the images that came out of florida last week is hurricane ian went on its tear through florida just really took your breath away and uh particularly you mentioned uh, the Fort Myer area, just the complete devastation that that, that really that area took. It, um, mm. All of my friends in that area are okay. I just want to great let, to hear. I think I'm. I think I mentioned it on social media. I, all of them are okay. Some had flooding inside. Most had flooding outside. One lost his car, but they're all they're all there. They're all fine. Yeah, and, so. and that's that's the important. Well, it, it's it again. I'm a hillbilly from East Tennessee. It's easy for me to say, you know, your friend just lost his car. But at the end of the day, those are things, and things can be replaced. People can got insurance, it, y'all. Exactly. And and I want to thank our listeners that did reach out, who live in Florida, who did say they that they were okay. I was super glad to hear about that. But um, uh, Hurricane Ian was a beast uh, it was it was a beast a monster a record-breaking hurricane in all the worst ways something can be a record breakers uh and florida and central florida and southwest florida are going to be in recovery and rebuild mode for a while so if you do have the financial means to help and donate those who have been impacted i want to highlight and give a shout out to us, the Second Harvest Food Bank of Central Florida. I have a personal relationship with Second Harvest Food Bank of East Tennessee, so I know just the type of people that are employed by Second Harvest and the amazing work that they can do. Second Harvest, they can take $1 and turn it into four meals. So what Second Harvest of Central Florida, right now, uh, starting October 1st, volunteers will begin sorting and packing disaster relief food boxes. Volunteers and staff will also start preparing disaster meals at our Mercy Kitchen locations to be used at shelter locations for our home deliveries to shut-ins. Critical mobile food distribution will begin across our areas, serving hundreds of families looking for help. And by Monday, the day this episode drops, they're expected to be back at fully operational speed and operating at, quote, an above and beyond level to provide sustaining nutrition to families who cannot replace the food they lost during the storm. This will involve additional mobile distribution to all six counties that they serve. We're talking Orange County, Seminole. Is that uh, Vasiola? Volusia. Volusia, sorry. Again, Hillbilly from East Tennessee, uh, Brevard, uh, Osceola, and Lake County, and meals for shelter and emergency food pantries in the targeted area. But you might be asking yourself, Landon, I don't live in that area. What can I do? You can visit their website. Do a Google search, Second Harvest Food Bank of Central Florida, Florida and donate. Again, they can turn $1 into four meals. That means t- a $10 gift will provide 40 meals to somebody who just got impacted by this horrible storm. And 98% of your donation goes directly to feed the neighbors experiencing hunger. And and this is something that, that applies year round, not just when a hurricane comes and blows through their backyard. So if you can uh, donate to Second Harvest, uh, donate to the Red Cross. I know some people, uh, they might not want to donate to an organization like the Red Cross. So again, I'm... 
Shout out to uh, places like Second Harvest Food Bank of Central Florida if you can help out your neighbors because this is a time when we as humanity lock arms and say, doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on, doesn't matter what college football team you cheer for, doesn't matter if we don't see eye to eye on stuff like this. This is when it matters, y'all. We take care of ours. Um, I also wanted to add, uh, you can also donate to Feeding Florida. Uh, Farm Share, Florida Disaster Fund, and Dream Defenders Community Emergency Operations Center. Um, I have posted a lot of uh, this information on my social media, and I'll plug that at the end. But um, if you just Google search it, you should be able to find it. Make sure it's the .org. Um, those that represents organizations nine times out of ten, and uh, you want to make sure you're donating to a legit um, charity, not scam because there are scams because people are horrible Mm. and yes that's the tea on that Mm -hmm. yeah like steffers says uh be sure and double check the validity of where you are donating your money because unfortunately there are scumbags who will be um preying on uh the less fortunate in these situations and uh once again thoughts and prayers to those who were impacted by hurricane ian and um i know uh, some of y'all are hurting right now, but we will build, we will build back and we will build back better. Um, uh, but I know y'all come here for some uh, for some news about an amusement park run by a mouse with a money complex. So let's hard pivot and talk about that. Dot dot dot. When that amusement park was closed due to said hurricane, because uh, even though it's already coming past, I still think the biggest piece of news to come out of Walt Disney World last week was the fact that for two days. Hurricane Ian closed Walt Disney World and maybe maybe we got we kind of got numbed to the whole thing in 2020 due to the closures of COVID. Oh, okay, Disney's closed. But you have to remember before the world caught fire as I vaguely wave my arms at the uh, background, you could count on both hands just about the uh, the number of times that Walt Disney World shut down due to anything. So, the fact that Disney shut down for 2 days because of Hurricane Ian, I think spoke to the just power that Hurricane Ian really packed and hit Florida with. Uh, in a statement uh, and an email sent out to cast members, uh, Walt Disney World uh, President Jeff Vale said, team, as uh, as we keep an eye on Hurricane Ian, the focus of Walt Disney World leadership team is all on you, our cast members and our guests. Our emergency operations center is connected to weather experts and community leaders as we all prepare for severe weather. Given the latest projections, the theme parks and water parks will be closed Wednesday, September 28th and Thursday, September 29th. Disney Springs will be closed on Wednesday, September 28th. We anticipate Disney Springs will be closed on Thursday, September 29th, and we will provide updates as we continue to track the storm. We are also monitoring weather conditions so we can make timely decisions for the safety of our casts and guests, including when it's safe for casts to return to the site to prepare for reopening. Updates will be posted regularly to the Hub and the Disney Cast Life app as information becomes available. Cast should also call their local hotlines for scheduling information. With storms of this nature, conditions can quickly change. So please check your resources often and stay connected. To our cast members in Tampa, we are thinking of you. For everyone in Central 
Central Florida, please continue preparing the best you can. The Walt Disney World alert section of the hub has many helpful resources to assist you before and after the hurricane. You are an amazing team, and I appreciate all you have done to prepare Walt Disney World for this storm. We will get through this storm, as we always do, together. Be safe. And again, that was an email from Jeff Bale, uh, Disney World president. Um, uh, obviously, Disney was closed Wednesday and Thursday, the 28th and the 29th. Um, cast members were called back to work uh, starting on 9 p.m. that Thursday night, and they were open on on uh, Friday, September the 30th for cast member, excuse me, for resort members and um, uh, people who previously had make park, made park reservations on the 30th before they kind of put a freeze on making park reservations. A friend of the show, Justin Monero, as a matter of fact, had previously made a park reservation on the 30th and he was in the Magic Kingdom on the 30th. So um, Disney is back and up and running and um, with the exception of a uh, canopy being torn off uh, the test track info over in Epcot, uh, that first was reported by WDW Magic, by the way. Um, uh, the Walt Disney World Resort kind of escaped uh, relatively unscathed when it comes to damage. Now, there were multiple Disney World attractions that remained closed when Disney reopened. Um, as of this recording, the only one of those, or the only few of those attractions that still remain closed are Hall of Presidents and Pirates of the Caribbean in Magic Kingdom. I don't know if those closures are still tied to anything Hurricane Ian related, but unfortunately, uh, Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure can't make that same claim. Normally, we'll bring on and talk Islands of Adventure news towards the end of the podcast, but with some of the images that came out as Ian blew through the central Florida area and everybody on Twitter got to make their uh, an asset has escaped containment joke on Twitter because uh, there was a big giant hole tore in the uh, in the ride building for the Jurassic Park uh, River Adventure and uh, the incredible Hulk roller coaster at one point got turned into a uh, water roller coaster. Isn't that right, Mrs. Universal? Um, yeah, so a lot of resort guests actually saw, especially those that, I, I want to say it was at Aventura. I want to say it was at Aventura. That you could actually see the hole in Jurassic Park. Um, truly tragic. I was like, oh no, this is like, not, like, it was, it was the recipe for disaster at that point. And then I saw pictures of the Hulk, um underwater which it is now drained i uh, just want to let everyone know but it's not operational at this time uh hagrid's had a bit of a little little uh what's the word that had a lot of water issues as well uh, but that is functioning just not there are some delays but it's still it's open in general just has its typical delays um universal definitely took took a little harder hit than I that I can see anyway I will say maybe Disney's been a little hush hush about it I mean maybe not but maybe they are I just it's it's not a fun time for team members or cast members mm -hmm. I just it just hurts it does. all it hurts and I'm sad 
And oh, and then the resorts. Yes. Walkways were completely mm. flooded. The um, bridge, one of the bridges that you can take when you're walking from like the Hard Rock to the parks. Yeesh. Water taxi, like lagoon area. Yeesh. Like it was, it was all. This poor, poor park is all I gotta say. Um, but it is open, just like Disney. Um, Hulk, I believe, is down. I don't think a lot of rides are down, except for, obviously, Jurassic Park River Adventure and the Hulk. Um, but I do have friends that are over there, and it, it all seems pretty. Like, they're doing their shows, they're uh, doing their rides for the most part, and it seems like all is hunky-dory. They even had Halloween Horror Nights. I was going to say, Halloween Horror Night is, is back uh, back regularly scheduled, isn't it? Yeah, so, you know, just be kind, at least forever, but, like, definitely, especially mm. right now. <laughs> yes. It's just, I will say that some people didn't have a choice to come in, and some people still have their own stuff to deal with, like, at home. But it's like, how can you take care of stuff at home when you have a job? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. just be nice. You don't know what kind of stuff that they're suffering from, too. We're all in this together, one way or another. Uh, that was two two separate Disney references. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, normally, normally at the end, I'll say, you know, thank a cast member, thank a team member. Do but it now. We're doing yeah, it now. Yeah, like, 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 seriously, you should, you should treat them like the rock stars that they are, regardless of what has just happened in the world, but especially doubly now, because I mean, like Steffer said, you don't know if they had to, you know, deal with flooding to get to work. You don't know if they had to deal with flooding, um, where they're living, any damage of, 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 of their homes. And then, oh yeah, by the way, they got to come in and work not so scary, or they got to come in and, you know, work. Uh, well, I was going to say at the Hulk, but that is, that is currently not running, but, uh, and again, be decent to each other. This is, this is a very hard time for everybody down in Florida, but I also just wanted to say, um, did Justin and, or anyone else tell us about like how the front of Tron looks now? I did see reports that uh, Tron apparently had its first run through a hurricane and it came through. Uh, uh, but the flooding, like where good. there's no landscaping. Oh, yet? now that I don't. That <laughs> like I do that's not what know. I was wondering. And I have Please. seen I have seen some speculation online. Again, this is just speculation. So I don't even know if this has any validity that uh, some people have said maybe part of the reason that Disney uh, fared better than Universal did when it came to the flooding is if you remember when Disney was initially uh, being constructed, they built it up. Uh, they, they built up they like several. Yeah, they did. They did raise it up uh, several, you know, dozen feet, and then they started building it. Now, maybe, like you said, Disney has not advertised the flooding that maybe went on in the Utilidors and stuff like that underneath uh, uh, main stage or whatever. But uh, I don't know. Maybe that had something to do with it? Question mark? I don't know. But uh... oh my gosh. Okay, so I want to say this. Going back to when they were closed and like the phase reopening and like everything except uh pirates and hall of presidents is open so at animal kingdom cali river rapids kilimanjaro safari and expedition everest was also closed yes. so i wanted to kind of just check the vibe you know what i'm saying so i opened up the my disney experience app y'all are going on some cali river rapids 
<laughs> yes, that ride is now open again, and people are like, "Yeah, sure, let's let's let's, let's ride that right attraction." Now. It's fifty 50... minute wait. Yeah, Yo. I just find that very like ironic and funny. But I like the ride. I've, I think I've only ridden it once when I was a little little kid, but it mm. really gives me Popeyes vibes, which is why I like it so much. Um, <laughs> like like y'all just came straight from our y'all just went out. through a walking Cali River Rapid. It, uh, experience like the National Weather Service said that uh, parts of Walt Disney had a literal foot of water dumped on them uh, midway through Hurricane Ian. Like parts of the Magic Kingdom had nearly 13 inches of rain dumped on them. And 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 y'all oh, want to want to? It's fine. Vote. It's a good ride, but wanna, is is it Steppers? Is it? I like water rides. Okay, what do you? Okay. Well, and that that is a water ride. I will give you that. I will give you that um, oh no this next story is sad oh our well yeah uh there uh disney didn't take any damage uh when it comes to attractions but there is one show that uh had to uh no had to uh bring the curtain down a little bit early and that was um a favorite of the show uh disney i didn't even get to see it Tales. it was oh, my favorite i couldn't even see it wow so Soar no more. This is what the headline says. Soar no more. Disney Kite Tales since final performance early due to Hurricane Ian. Ian, you're really just ruining things for us. I just want to let you know in case you didn't. And this this was kind of a surprising move because uh, this uh, this blog Mickey article starts it out this afternoon, which was uh, September 27th. So I believe that was Tuesday when everybody was kind of batting yes, down the hatches. This afternoon at 3.20, uh, kites filled the skies of the Discovery River Amphitheater for the title, for the final time, Disney's Kite Tales uh, was originally scheduled to end on September 30th, but it had its final performance this afternoon. Instead, cast members and management, get this, made an announcement to guests in attendance that this would be the final show. So they just like like got on the mic. It's like, hey everybody, welcome to Disney's Kite Tales. By the way, this is it. No more after this show. Now, thankfully, uh, Disney management uh, did have the foresight to uh, let these skilled performers, quote unquote, take a final bow after the show and gave them the opportunity to take a final lap around the lake so they could say thank you and uh, soak in the adoration to the audience that was there for what turned out to be the final performance of Disney's Kite Tale. But, um... That's wow. not all. Oh, of course it's not, because it's Disney's Kite Tales. And of course, it could not go off without a hitch. Right, Steffers? Mm, hitch, mishap. <laughs> uh, you know, of course, the Simba Kite took an early bath in the third to last show, <laughs> but was quickly dried off and secured. So, you Yo, know. I wonder if they're going to sell those. Maybe I can, like, hoist it onto my, like, roof or, like, a... There you go. Like, a, maybe it'll fly better than it did in the show. No? All right. See, Guess I was not. saying uh, they they should have just released them into the wild. Like, like when no, Ian... No, it'll... When, population... When he, popu population. Uh, Steffers, <laughs> Pollution. <laughs> Pollution. Uh, Steffers, just because they're kites of animals, I don't think we're going to have to worry about little kite babies running around. Ooh, that would Can be... Can you imagine? I can't stop imagining now. 
That would be phenomenal. Landon, we're moving on. Hello, DeviantArt. Okay, anyway, something else is returning in January 2023. Whoop, whoop. No, no one else is whooping with me. Anyway, Disney World After Hours events return January 2023, which I've never done these before. But uh, these fan favorite experiences are scheduled to kick off January 4th at Disney's Hollywood Studios and January 9th at Magic Kingdom Park. They offer an incredible way to experience even more Disney magic during the last months of the world's most magical celebration. Actually, not a bad idea, though. Mm -hmm. Uh, Especially since it's at Hollywood Studios, which is kind of a packed park right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, in case you aren't familiar with Disney After Hours, these late night separately ticketed events let you enjoy a Walt Disney World theme park for three additional hours after regular park hours. With treats such as ice cream, popcorn, and select beverages included, best of all, the number of tickets of, for these events is limited, which means lower wait times for some of your favorite attractions, Rise of the Resistance. <laughs> Um, at Magic Kingdom, this means you can enjoy more than 20 popular attractions, such as Haunted Mansion, Jungle Cruise, Pirates of the Caribbean, Space Mountain, and Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. At Hollywood Studios, you can pilot the Millennium Falcon in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, ride through a zany cartoon adventure in Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, shrink to the size of a toy in Toy Story Land, and more. Oh, remember, honey, I shrunk the audience? That was a fun show. And wait, it, was that it, Disney? Or yeah, that yeah. That, 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 yeah, that, it was. was. I said Universal, and I was like, wait, I said that was wrong and, right and, after I said it. And then, then they had the, the whole, like, like play area where, where, where you were still was that shut where, down. Was that where uh, the, uh, what is that called? That Michael Jackson experience. Captain right? EO? Is, EO, isn't that, that where that, that was? That was in Epcot. That was in Epcot. There's so many theater things that I just don't, I can't play. I can't think of where Honey, I Shrunk the Audience was now. It was, it, it, it was in Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios. No, is... I mean like where. Oh, okay. It's fine. It's fine. Whatever. Uh, with Disney After Hours <laughs> tickets, you can enter the park where the event is taking place as early as seven, giving you the opportunity to get a, get a jump on the fun. Disney After Hours admission is se- a separately priced ticket, not included with regular daytime admission. Um... Event tickets for Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios can be purchased by all guests starting October 7th, 2022, which is this. Oh, that's my mom's birthday, by the way. That's this Friday, Friday, by the way, Steffers. So, uh, okay, so- hold on a second. What well, prices range from $129 to $159? Y'all are charging this much money when Very Merry and Not So Scary is probably thir- 30 ish more. I don't know. Bit, mm-hmm. A bit more dollars yep. and you get more time for Not mm-hmm. So Scary and Very Merry than you do with this. Excuse me, Disney. Yep. And, Excuse and, me. And and you don't even get stuff like, like boo to you. So, you know. What? But but I will say I've done an after hour event in the Magic Kingdom. Uh, it was fun. I don't remember paying uh, nearly uh, that price point. I think it was a little bit less at in fact, I know it was a little bit less, uh, actually a lot bit less, uh, less than $100 now that I think about it. But it was it was still it was still a fun experience. Lower crowd uh, 
So, you know, didn't have to wait in line as much. I don't remember snacks and drinks being included. So, so maybe, uh, maybe that's their justification to charge nearly $160. Absolutely not. By the way, uh, they have announced uh, the following dates for Magic Kingdom, January 9th, 16th, 23rd, February 16th, 20th, 27th, March 2nd, March 6th, 13th, 16th, 20th, and 27th. And again, those prices range anywhere from 139 on the <clears throat> cheap end to 159 on the most expensive end. And uh, if you are a annual pass holder or a member of Disney's Vacation Club, you do get a discount as well. And a discounted... Uh, on the low end for uh, AP and DVC members is 105, and then on the most expensive end is 129 for uh, your uh, discounted price points. And then over in Hollywood Studios, uh, kicking all of this annual pass or all these ticketed after hour nights off on Wednesday, January 4th, January 11th, 18th, 25th, uh, February 15th, 22nd, March 8th, 22nd, 29th. April 2nd, 5th, and 19th. Again, uh, price points on the cheap end <clears throat> is going to be 129 and the expensive end is going to be 149 in Hollywood Studio. And again, pass holder and DVC members, you do get a discount uh, on the cheap end, $99. And then on the expensive end, it's going to be 119 So, uh, Staffers, do you think uh, this is going to be something you would be interested in doing, or is the price enough to uh, scare you off? I feel like the price is enough to scare... Okay, so it was hype when I was like, ooh, and after hours at Hollywood Studios. But, like, I might as well just spend the money to have a full day at the park. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I can check ticket prices for Hollywood Studios on these dates, and, like, it, it'll be you know, nickels and pennies at that point. I don't know. To me, it doesn't seem worth it. I think with the discount, it's it's a decent deal. So if I if I had a yes. uh, DVC or pass holder, I, I would consider it um, as a normal common folk. That ain't it for me, just because just of the price point, I think. It's a good idea. I just, I can't see spending $160 when I spent $170 for Very Merry and I get eight hours at the park. And I am curious when they say, since it is a after hours event and it is going to be limited uh, amount of tickets, what exactly limited amount of tickets entails? Because uh, Very Merry and uh, Not So Scary are also after hour events and are also, in I think, theory, comparable. Well, if they're if they're comparable, I mean, when me and the Smoking Hot Girlfriend went down for uh, for Not So Scary, it was a very crowded day or crowded night in magic kingdom now granted i mean not so scary sold out from beginning to end so i shouldn't have been that surprised that uh something like that was so crowded but at the same time like ugh, part of the draw for these after hour events is um you don't have to put up with just a throng of humanity and boy did it feel like there was said throng of humanity so i'll be curious to see just how many tickets are going to be available for these after hour events I think that Hollywood Studios park hours extended through early December is amazing. Well, yeah, Which... we got we got to give the people what they want, and what the people want is talking about park hour. Hours. Hours. Woo! 
Oh, by the way, making loud noises, a uh, really hard pivot. Uh, as much as it sucks that uh, Disney's Kite Tales is going away, I am very glad I'm never going to have to edit in that woohoo sound effect ever again, because as somebody who has to edit this podcast, that thing was such a pain in my ass to have to do every time somebody says Disney's Kite Tales. Ooh. Yes, that is the last woo that we will ever have to edit into this stupid dadgum podcast. Anyway, uh, Disney's <laughs> Hollywood Studios Park hours extended through early December hype hype. October 30th through December 9th, park hours will be extended from 8.30 a.m. to 9 p.m., previously 9 to 9. So, y'all, you get a whole extra 30 minutes. Yay. In the morning. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I prefer it uh, at the end of the day, but, you know, extra time yeah. in the park is still extra time in the park. And then, you know, we got to be getting close to Fantasmic coming back, right? We gotta, right? Maybe. I don't know. They didn't say anything on D23, so I couldn't freaking tell you. They didn't say anything about Fantasmic at D23. Huh. Uh, anyway, huh. I'm moving on. So Saturday <laughs> was our girl's 40th anniversary. And she looks so great. Happy birthday, Epcot. Happy birthday. Anyway, there were like hours, three plus hour long waits for the creation shop on saturday yeah um mm -hmm. but looking at this march let's look at this march that was dated this is dated merchandise yeah. october, october 1st, 1st 2022. 2022 to let people know that you were there i mean how um, else are you going to let people know that you were there unless you have posted october on october 1st uh, on you just you posted on instagram uh okay, Epcot yeah, 40th baseball looking cap with the with the cool logo with the you know the you know, uh, the October 1st, 2022 is on, like, the rim of the hat. I do like that logo, but it's like, like, eh, I don't know. And, and this hat retails for $34.99. Don't okay. know if I'm dropping 35 bucks on a hat like that, of course. Okay, but I, this tumbler. The tumbler does look does look pretty nice. Retailing for $27.99. Can I put I, hot coffee in it, though, or is it a cold cup? You could probably put hot and or cold. My question is... Is this hand wash only? Because I have... Bruh, everything's hand wash only nowadays, dude. No, no. I will say, when me and the Smoking Hot Whoa. Girlfriend went to Wine Bar George, they sell these, like, little 12, 16 I don't count uh, that as Disney, though. It's Disney Spring Steffers, but it's they have... Disney the, adjacent. They have their own, like, Corksicle branded oh, corksicle. things. Mm -hmm. Those, they... Corksicle now makes stuff that is dishwasher safe. Do you know how much of a game changer that is? Do you know how many things say not safe for dishwasher that you still put in the dishwasher? I mean, yes, as 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 a lazy dude who does his dishes, <laughs> everything is dishwasher safe if you just don't think about it. The only <laughs> thing that I the only thing that like I'm a hard no on putting in the dishwasher is like the um I get these small shop cups that have, you know, like the the decals on it. And it's not like a co it's not coated on it, so I have to wash them by hand so I don't peel off the stickers. Um, but everything else, y'all, it just just put that in the dishwasher. Respect. I mean, don't listen to me. I'm not a licensed professional. But like, <laughs> moving on to this 1799. So, so you're F not a licensed professional on dishwasher, but you are a meteorologist, as we determined last <laughs> Correct. week. Correct. Yes. 
meteorologist, dishwasher specialist. It's fine. But I was um, down in Disney last time. I got I got a I got that four uh, tumbler set of Mickey and the uh, and the and, and and the skeletons from from that old school. Spooky, scary skeletons. Yeah, it's awesome. And then when I get it home, I look on the bottom. Guess what it says? Not dishwasher safe. Yes, it's gonna be a display piece then. Oh no, I'm I've I've definitely been drinking whiskey out of it all weekend because we are in the spooky season now, Steffers. So you, you drink know. whiskey anyway. You act like there's a reason for the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I drink whiskey out of everything. Okay, so now this one the, time the I drank pin? whiskey out of oh, a girl's gosh. shoe one time. That's disgusting. That's I'm a moving fun on. Night. I'm moving on to Epcot 40. This pin, so there's a pin that's the logo with uh, five different figments on it and then has a little dingle dangle that says Epcot 40. I'm sorry, it has a what? A dingle dangle. I said what I said. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, there is a Epcot 40 women's tea. All of this is just logo, like the logo with Epcot 40 on it and the date. And the date, yeah. Real. The red t-shirt. I like, I like the red t-shirt. most different because like the 40 is interwoven with the low, like the logo and then mm -hmm. Epcot's like on the bottom of it. Y'all can look at blog Mickey. They got pictures on there on this article. Um, is this a hoodie? Hold on. Or is this the back? Oh, the back of the shirt's pretty, pretty lit. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the red tee retailing for uh, 29 has That's the, actually a decent deal for a shirt. For too. a Disney shirt, it really is. It has the Epcot 4D logo on the, uh, on the right, uh, breast area. Uh, and then on the back. Left. It, okay. The left breast area. And this <laughs> one did to say breast. <laughs> Man, our secret sound is going to be off. Chart. Um, and then on the back, it has the celebrating 40 years of imagination with the bigger, um, with the bigger logo they got going Are for those the Epcot the 40. Logos or yeah. Uh, the, well, the, one, uh, the, the old three, school four, ones. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yeah. Cause there's 12. And I was like, that seems mm -hmm. like too many. Yeah. Um, I really enjoy the back of the shirt. If anyone wants to get it for me, if it's still available, probably not. It's probably sold out, probably sold out literally like a year after ago it well well and, and and like you said there were people that were waiting two to Four three hours. hours to get into creation shop and of course uh because it was quote-unquote limited edition merchandise uh we saw on social media people in, in hoarding ba it. baby strollers no baby in, in said stroller just nothing but merchandise loaded up nothing but Never mind, I can't say that on the internet. Yep. This, um, is, this is why we can't have nice things. Now, I <sighs> do I do dig this Epcot 40 pass holder t-shirt. Ringer uh, tee? Yeah, yeah, it's a ringer tee. I like me some ringer tees. Retailing for $34.99. Uh, red ringer around the neck and the arms. And then uh, down the side, it spells out pass holder. I don't like it's backwards. What do you like mean? why I don't like that the gap is on the left versus on the, like, I don't like how it's right right aligned aligned like okay. word i would have maybe well i guess it's because they did that because of the figments i just feel i i'm the type of person that likes the letters first in a thing versus in, oh, okay. i don't know i don't like the spacing i just want it to be pass holder on the like just move it to the left instead of the right well well if if the letters the letters were on the left as opposed to the right no they no, could... no just like shift the whole thing shift the whole thing left like Put it, put instead of where it is now. Put it on the left side of the shirt. Okay, all right, yeah, I, yeah, I could, uh, I could see that, but it's like it's just a me thing. I just, mm -hmm. I, but, just, but, uh, but I do dig it. Uh, the zero in too. pass holder is uh, is the Epcot ball with you mean the, the O. 
Yes, the uh, <laughs> shut up, Steppers. Uh, the, the the O in the in the uh, in pass holder. He meant to say the the zero in forty is the O in pass holder, but Thank he you. really just. <laughs> I've, I'm glad we have the Landon translator here, but uh, there's representation of my girl, the Epcot Bowl, yeah, and, like and, ton, and tons of figment on this shirt too. So I mean, that Figment's is that is taken over, y'all. Th- like, like there's tons of figment representation in this oh, Ep- Epcot 40, and once again, figment <laughs> is prominently pass holder pin in the pass holder pin. Uh, I like the pass pin a lot. Yeah, I like this pin for sure. There's no dingle dangle, as uh, Steffers said previously. Mm, there's no dongler on it. I'm so sorry, <laughs> but it's okay. Um, all right. Also, I want to talk about this next story. Um, I am not. This is gonna make me sound bad. I don't really like the candlelight processional. I don't really know what that is because I've never seen it. But I just know that there are celebrity narrators, and let me tell y'all, this lineup for the. For the 2022 Epcot Festival of the Holidays Candlelight Processional, this is a lit lineup. Mm-hmm. It is a like, strong, strong lineup. Like, I don't know what happened. The tides have churned to turn the, the waves in the ocean in the motion. Well said. But, like, sheesh. There's a, I mean, I at first glance, I was like, oh, Josh Cat, Okay, cool. Neil Patrick Harris. Not a shock. Mm-hmm. Have y'all seen this list? You see who's kicking it off? Yeah, you see who's kicking this stuff off? Friggin' Shang-Chi himself, man. <sighs> I love him. Like, as a like, I just watch all of his stuff. And as a person, he just seems so... Mm-hmm. You know? I'm making a bunch of gestures and facial I want only the best things in the world to happen to that guy. Yeah. Like, I mean, anyone. Most people. I want the best for anyone, almost. Unless you're a jerk. Then, no. <laughs> like, he's just, like, a bubbly bubble of bubbles. But, by the way, Steffers, uh, mm-hmm. to educate you and to anybody else Me? out there. Oh, uh, what it is? Yeah, the uh, candlelight uh, processional is each night a celebrity uh, narrator tells the story of Christmas, recounting the biblical tale of a savior born in Bethlehem. Woven into the production are stirring songs of hope and joy performed by an orchestra and a massive choir. So that 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 is that is what you uh, are buying a ticket for for the candlelight processional. Oh, okay. I'm not into the whole backstory, but I would just go just to hear the different tellings of you know what I mean? Like <laughs> the the way that they tell it, I feel like makes it, you know? Yeah, and and I this is something I've never experienced myself, and it's not you know because because I'm I'm against the the story of Christmas. Oh anything. yeah, no, it's, I just mean it's just not a I don't take the time. Yeah, it, it, it's just not something I've ever been down in the parks with an opportunity to partake in. But I mean, uh, this does kick off uh, during the uh, 2022 Festival of the Holidays. So on November 25th, you have uh, Simu Liu kicking it off. Uh, He's there November 25th, 26th. Uh, November 27th through the 29th, Edward James Almost. Uh, November 30th and the 21st, uh, Raul Esperanza. December 2nd and the 3rd, Whoopi Goldberg. December 4th through the 6th, Isabella Rossellini. Uh, December 7th through the 9th, Damon John. Uh, December 10th through the 12th, Josh Gad. December 13th through the 14th. Hold on, going back. Uh, I see you shaking your head at Josh Gad. Uh, Steffers, do you have a, uh, an opinion on Josh Gad? Oh, I'm upset because I'm going to miss Josh Gad by a few days. Ah, okay. Okay. All <laughs> so. right. All right. I was about to say. Our- well, technically, I'm not missing him. 
there's just something I'm doing while he's there, so I can't, can't go see go him see do him. the candlelight the thing, procession. You know what okay. I'm saying? Okay. But okay. maybe I'll like see him. Like he has to be there a few days beforehand, right? I would imagine so. And I mean, like, so like if, maybe I'll see him. Maybe at you know Magic Kingdom during very merry while I'm there. There you go. Yeah. Well, well, me and Josh, we're tied. I'll I'll be sure and uh, give him a call. Be like, hey, look for my girl Steffers. She's okay. a big fan of yours. I'm I'm really glad. I'm really glad you're going to do that. Yeah, All right. Sure. Uh, December 13th and the 14th, uh, Gloria Estefan is going to be there. Uh, December 15th through the 18th, uh, Neil Patrick Harris will uh, be there because, you know, uh, I don't know if you know this or not. Uh, he has a drink named after him in uh, Cava de Tequila in the uh, Mexico Pavilion. Uh, December 19th and the 20th, uh, Mariska Hargitay will be there. Um, December 21st through the 23rd. Um, this one kind of caught me, but... Cal Ripken Jr., Major League Baseball Hall of Famer. Cal Ripken Jr. is going to be there. Um, I kind of feel like uh, everything I've ran through, it's like this one kind of sticks out like a sort. But hey, good on you. If you're a fan of uh, baseball, you can go see some baseball royalty uh, December 21st through the 23rd. Then uh, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and then the day after Christmas, or if you're one of our Canadian listeners, I believe it's called boxing day uh marie osmond's gonna be there december 27th and the 28th uh courtney vance is gonna be there and then finally closing it out december 29th and the 30th angela bassett is going to be there so uh quite a star-studded lineup for the candlelight processional this year uh tickets do go on sale october 6th for those packages uh that is this thursday so if this is something that you and your family have made a part of your holiday tradition if this is something uh that you can't say christmas is complete without doing uh you can get those dining packages starting this thursday by visiting epcotholidays.com so be sure and set a reminder in your phone because this is a very popular christmas tradition so i have a feeling that it will sell out particularly on some of the more uh, notable star nights uh when they perform particularly major league baseball hall of famer cal ripkin jr star star no <laughs> well, I mean, it wouldn't be an episode without <laughs> Steffers randomly singing, but uh, uh, the Candlelight Processional is taking place during the 2022 Epcot International Festival of the Holidays, and Disney recently announced a list of food kiosks list, 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 list. that will be available during said festival. The food kiosks, which are called Holiday Kitchens during the Festival of the Holidays, will offer Highly recommend. strolling around Epcot. A taste of samples of dishes from the most magical time of the year. Um, the most magical time. We're going to run through them. I don't know if we'll read the yeah. uh, read all of the uh, descriptions. We might, but uh, there, also, there will also be new offerings near Port of Entry as well for the uh, 2022 International Festival of the Holidays. Uh, the American Holiday Table. Uh, you're going to be looking at the American Adventure Pavilion. Uh, enjoy a seasonal salute. Dig into traditional dishes, dishes reminiscent of grandma's cooking at the American Adventure Pavilion. Uh, the Bavarian Holiday Kitchen. That's going to be in the Germany Pavilion. Help yourself to a heartwarming holiday dish and refreshing beverages at the German Pavilion. Chestnuts and Good Cheer Holiday Kitchen near Test Track, presented by Chevrolet. Can someone please advise <laughs> when that contract is up? I'm very interested when, like, if we're going to get the OG 
test track dummies. I'm pivoting a little bit with this conversation, but okay, I really just right. need I need my OG dummies back. Well, and also, um, what uh, what says the birth of Jesus? Then uh, it's something <laughs> presented by Chevrolet. I mean, I just think it's appropriate. Happy birthday, Jesus! Here's an F one fifty. F one fifty. Anyway, <laughs> wait, isn't that a Ford? Ford F one fifty. This is not even a right. Yeah, first, I'm a not a truck guy. It's I, a Silverado. I don't know trucks. Clearly. Anyway, join in with the offerings that are cinnamon glazed nuts and holiday beverages. They don't really specify. It just says glazed nuts and holiday beverages. And it's going to be cinnamon glazed. <laughs> so there you go. Um, also next to or near Test Track is the Donut Box, a classic and fan favorite in my opinion. Um, enjoy a classic dessert dressed up in a little holiday cheer when you try one of our seasonally themed donuts. Ooh, I wonder if it's going to be like powdered, like a powdered donut with like a, like mm -hmm. a, you know, hot cocoa filling. I don't know how that works. Also but... cinnamon glazed. No, it's not cinnamon glazed. <laughs> Probably not. No. to people. Um, a holiday hearth. Hearth? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can read. Desserts and the Odyssey Pavilion. Discover the hearth you'll call home with holly jolly desserts, hot cocoa, and so much more. Ooh, okay. All right. Then uh, holiday sweets and treats that's going to be near the port of entry. Rock around the Christmas tree with tasty desserts and festive sips sure to top the quote-unquote nice list. And that ain't going to be. You're on the naughty list always. So oh, 1,000%. I live on the naughty list. Lahayam Holiday Kitchen between Morocco and France pavilions. Uh, propose a toast of life. Sink your teeth into classic Ooh. deli noshes with a side of New York flair. That sounds good. I was going to say that might be a rockin' place to get some tasty uh, tasty eats during the festival. Um, in the Mexico Pavilion, I may mispronounce this, but Las Posadas, maybe, Holiday Kitchen, uh, celebrate with mariachi dancing and south of the border fair at the Mexico Pavilion. Ooh, that'll Can be Can someone fun. please tell me what that is? Because, like, I, I'm down. I don't, it just sounds great, you know? At least not be done, Steppers. Um... Oh gosh, it gets okay. You can try to pronounce that one because there's no way. Oh lord, the, the little accent marks confuse me. I don't know how to read accent marks. Sure, okay, you're gonna make the hillbilly from East Tennessee. Uh, La Marche de Noel Holiday Kitchen. Really uh, tried there, France I, Pavilion, y'all. France, France Pavilion, y'all. Well said, <laughs> Steffers. Uh, feast on Trace Magnificent Fair oh. wine and special cocktails from the Magnifique. France Pavilion. Thank you, thank you. Uh, muy bien, muy bien. <laughs> Uh, Mela Kaliki, um, <laughs> Mela Kaliki Maka. Wait, no, that's you got it. No, you got it. You got it. Mela Kaliki Maka. Yeah. No, Malik. No, Mela Kaliki Maka. That's it. Okay. All right. Yeah. I keep, I keep, you. I keep trying to turn it into, into the thing that Goku does from Dragon Ball Z. Anyway, oh, that's, that's near the port of entry. Uh, savor the flavor of the fabulous festival foods and beverages from the islands okay. of Hawaii. This might be disgusting. Well, no, I'm not going to. Maybe they'll do like a spam and pineapple situation. Um, they always do seem to work in spam. I've noticed with spam every... is like underrated in my opinion. You can like do a, a lot, lot of people with spam. do not hate. Like a lot of people yeah. don't like spam, but like. It's underrated, y'all. Like in a hurricane, mm -hmm. that's a great little canned item. Mm -hmm. You know, when winter storm can't, you know, whatever. Spam it's is fine. one of those things. It's like the older I've gotten, the more of an appreciation I've gotten. That's what I'm saying. Because you it's don't like, need a you, lot. You, you can do so much with it. it, 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 it it's kind of like ramen. It's like 
Like, mm, as an ramen. adult, like, I realized there is so much you can do to dress up ramen, and it is phenomenal. Same with Spam. Anyway, um, Noche, mayo. oh my gosh, Noche Buena Cochina, near the port of entry, delight in the delicious plant-based offering while celebrating the happiest season of the year. This is um, a so, new edition, by the way. I, I, I want to. Oh yes, new edition, and I think um, Disney is listening to people saying like, "Hey, you guys don't have very much vegan or vegetarian things, especially vegan. I rarely see a vegan option." And if they are, it's just like not, you know, they don't make something different. I feel mm -hmm. like with these, like they can at least try to incorporate and make something a little more fancy. So I'm hoping that there are fancy offerings at this Noche Buena Cochina booth. Ooh, Shanghai Holiday Kitchen in the China Pavilion. Have yourself a merry little meal. Tempt taste buds with popular plates and I, I think that, oh, I thought I was supposed to say portables. <laughs> That makes more sense from the China Pavilion. Ooh, well, let me tell you. Well, at least you didn't say po tables. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say portables, thinking yeah. that I, there was supposed to be an R there. <laughs> yeah, they misspelled this. No, Steffers. No, they didn't. No, they. No, nope, that's a word in my head. It was not a word. <laughs> you ever just read a word and you're like, that just doesn't look right. That's one of those words. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, okay. Oh, um, Japan. Shiwasu Holiday Kitchen. That is going to be in the uh, Japan Pavilion. Again, sorry if I butchered that hillbilly from East Tennessee. Uh, please your palate with an array of festival dishes and drinks served at the, once again, Japan Pavilion. Uh, the Tangerine Cafe flavors of the Medellin. Uh, that's going to be in the Morocco Pavilion. Travel to the Morocco Pavilion to uh, eat on some delicious kebabs and cocktails. The Tuscany Holiday Kitchen in the Italy Pavilion. Uh, savor a seasonal take on some of the world's best-loved food and beverages in the Italy Pavilion. And then finally, the Yukon Holiday Kitchen that is going to be in our neighbors to the north in the Canada Pavilion. Hi, Jeffers. Yes, hi, Jeffers. Uh, jingle your balls with... Oh, Jingle your bells with delightful dishes and libations from the great white at the Canada Pavilion. Uh, I don't think we're topping that one. Good night, folks. I thought you were doing a bit. No, no, I was legit really not doing can't. a bit. I was Anyway, not there will also be funnel cakes available, Joffrey's Coffee and Tea Company, which will have special holiday treats and things. Oh, ew. Okay, sorry. That was a little reflex, but there's going to be a sweet potato casserole funnel cake, and I just don't know. Ugh. Like, is it pureed? If it's pureed, maybe, but, like, I don't want bits of sweet potato. Anyway, uh, Refreshment Outpost will have peanut stew with sweet potatoes, mustard greens, and roasted peanuts. Mm. Interesting. Refreshment port in the Showcase Plaza will have coquito soft serve. Ooh, that sounds mm. pretty good. Holiday poutine. Um, oh, the soft serve is available with spiced rum. Spiced rum. rum. So it's like a dole whip with rum, but like it's coquito. You know what I'm saying? I could get behind that. Though, like, I'm noticing with these additional locations, two of the four that we just rattled off are highlighting sweet potatoes. What's the uh, what's the deal with that? Maybe they're in season. 
or maybe they're not. I'm. I don't know what zone. Disney I'm. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of sweet potatoes. I am, but I have to like. I have to bury it in sugar, which really defeats the purpose. <laughs> exactly. But, like, yeah. 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 It's like saying I really like vegetables. I just have to have an entire bottle of ranch dressing uh, drown them. You put ranch on your sweet potatoes? No, I'm saying vegetables. Oh, vegetables. Sorry. I like zoned out and all I heard was ranch. And I'm like, what? Are you okay? Yeah, sweet potatoes and ranch. That just, that's just, Um, This next article is just for you. So I'm going to let you do the honors here. Okay. Yeah. A couple weeks ago, I brought up uh, the DuckTales uh, World Adventure uh, or the DuckTales World Showcase Adventure and about how it's debuting later this year in Epcot. I could have sworn that this is already like, come and and apparently gone in Epcot, but maybe it's one of those like uh, Shazam, Kazam, Berenstein Bear type things. Anyway, uh, it's going to replace the Agent P World Showcase Adventure. I know uh, May Monorail was a big fan of uh, the Agent P World Showcase Adventure, uh, though an exact opening date was not given. Uh, uh, in a statement, the uh, vice president of Epcot said, it's true that here at Epcot, we believe teamwork and World exploration makes our world a better place, so I'm delighted to share that Disney's DuckTales World Showcase Adventure is coming to Epcot later this year. This experience will be the perfect way for the young and the young at heart to play their way around the World Showcase because life is better when we explore the world around us together. I'm excited to share it with you soon. Of course, uh, I'm a fan of the original DuckTales. I'm a fan of the DuckTales reboot. This is going to take the art and art styling from the new reboot of DuckTales. So uh, I'll be curious to uh, give this a shot the next time I'm down in Epcot, assuming it is open the next time I'm down in Epcot. But again, I could have swore that that this open. I don't know. You talk about DuckTales a lot, so it's really hard for me to tell you. I do talk about DuckTales a lot. Like, not in a bad way. I just mean, like, you've brought up a lot of DuckTales things, and I just couldn't tell you. Oh, okay. So Disney World is asking guests if they prefer virtual queue system or standby lines. And... I, number one, glad Disney is, like, polling the audience and everything. But I don't know how to feel about this this topic. Um, because I think all we've ever known is virtual queues. And then all of a sudden, after the world caught on fire, they're like, JK, y'all, we're going to switch to standby now. And I'm just like, I don't... I think this will promote Genie Plus and Lightning Lane a lot more. Well, we only we only know virtual queue on some attractions well like, yeah okay like like the newer on, ones yeah on on the newer triple a attractions when they open your rises of the resistance your remy's ratatouille and and now currently uh guardians of the galaxy cosmic rewind those all implemented uh virtual queue uh guardians still does implement virtual queue and the reason uh, the reason we're bringing this up is that if you visited epcot since guardians has opened um there are reports coming out that you may have received a survey asking what your preference to the experience of this attraction is. Um, and it is kind of a good question because I kind of see the positives of both. On the one hand, I do think it is 
a nice ability where you can quote unquote get your spot in line and you do still have the freedom to go experience the rest of the world showcase in the instance of Guardians of the Galaxy or in the instance of Remy's Ratatouille or you could go head over to Baseline Tap House when uh, Rise of the Resistance was virtual queue only. But on the flip side, if you miss out on when when those boarding groups are loading, if you miss out on you know that 7 a.m. Uh, time to get you and your party booking your spot in line or you miss out on what one o'clock when it becomes available again and you're just sol that day that does suck okay but then like steffers pointed out we now have genie plus where you can buy those individual lightning lane options so you're coming off the hip at that point but then we also not too long ago uh there was uh, a stretch in epcot now i feel like this is this is the exception not necessarily the rule where people were going through uh, guardians and they were recording and there was literally nobody there and and like like nobody queued up to ride this roller coaster that is less than a year old and they're like yeah no we're we're still not doing standby queues which it's like at that point it's like you have to ask why are you not using standby at least in this in, in these instances, again, I think I think those situations are the exception, not necessarily the rule. Uh, we're going to go through some of what this survey is asking. But Steffers, um, what do you, what do you think on virtual cues? So it gives me major anxiety. I I don't like having this is also me being lazy thing, but I don't like that I would have to wake up at like 6.50, 6.55 to then maybe get a virtual queue. I mean, it's a good concept, but I don't... Mm, not about it, respectfully. I will say I 150% would rather get a return time from a kiosk. I know I've said this many times. I would rather get a return time for a kiosk once I'm in the park already. Because then, like, you get it, you're good. And then you mm -hmm. have a time as long as it's not, you know, something ridiculous. But, like, um, at Universal, you can, at the Volcano Bay, you can do, like, a Tapu Tapu where you get, like, a virtual line placement. And you can't necessarily get anything else for that time. I think the idea, that idea, it stresses me out too much. Because um, I, I feel like I'm going to fail at getting one. Um I would either rather get it while I'm in the park already in terms of like a physical ticket thing or I would probably just pay the lightning lane for it. I think at that point, I, th I think the smart way to do it, at least for Disney, is to push your Genie Plus and lightning lane program and not do a virtual queue. Like do mm. standby and then if you don't want to wait in the line, you can just buy it, buy your lightning lane for it. And then it'll be a shorter wait. I mean, is it really shorter? No, but like you can do other things while you're waiting for your time to come up. You know what I'm saying? It's the same concept as if I were to get the physical ticket. I could do other things while I'm waiting for it. Except the physical ticket in my head was free and not the paid lightning lane. Yes. <laughs> but um, I don't hate the idea. I very much like the whole using technology kind of vibe. I just it stresses me out too much that I don't think that I would be able to and then if you like spend all night at the park and you're like i don't want to be cranky going into the next park like i like my sleep too i think the lightning lane is just the compromise for that 
and standby too. I mean, maybe during non-peak seasons, it'll be only a 40 minute wait for things. And I mean, for some rides, I'd wait 40 minutes. Most I would not, but if I'm only going once, why not? That's my hot take. And like you said, it's like, it's not necessarily shorter, but at the yeah. same time, with the virtual queue option, you're not standing in line for 40, 50, an hour. And a lot of people, it's that weight that just grinds them out and, and they they lose that will to live where they just like they're in a queue for half an hour, an hour. And they're just like, I am so over this. But if you do give them that option, it's like, OK, be back in. We're going to call it 180 minutes. But in the meantime, if you're in Epcot, you have the ability to go wander around the world showcase. You do have the option to go uh, shop in Creation Shop. You do have the option to go ride Living with the Land. And it, you, you can still go enjoy the rest of the park. But you do know, in theory, in three hours, you're going to be able to scan in and be like, hey, guess what? I'm here to ride it. So, like, in that instance, like, I'm I'm pro-virtual queue. Now, now only virtual queue as an option i don't know if i'm necessarily there well the thing is is um, i don't know i think that they could easily balance it especially since i know that they're monitoring like the wait time and like how many people are in the building waiting like getting onto the ride i think that they could definitely kind of just mix it and then say hey it's like how they do for restaurants like oh our reservations are full but then they have a walk-up list mm -hmm. yes. i think that that yes. concept of like hey is it currently standby kind of thing like i think that they could add a bit more here because like some people this is typically not what you're supposed to do, but I'm pretty sure most people, like, they get the virtual queue in the morning, but then they don't come until later in the evening. Um, and, like, their, their return time or their boarding group is called earlier in the day. They could easily fill those slots with standby people. I'm not saying the whole the whole park, but, like, they could fill it with some. Yeah, and and in those instances, I mean, you're still able to get guests on the attraction. You're able to make some people happy. And then those people that are coming later in the day, they're still going to be able to get on the attraction when they get there. It's like, like, I know in the instances when I got boarding groups for Rise of the Resistance or when I got boarding groups for Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, I would roll over 7 a.m., bing, bang, boom. All right, cool. Um, my group is going to be called in... 150 minutes 200 minutes so it's like okay it's gonna be called 11 noon ish so i was able to roll back over go back to sleep and leisurely show up in the park later that day knowing okay around this time that is when my window is going to be called and i just need to be in that area and i can go get on the attraction and i liked having that ace in the hole so to speak i liked that ability knowing as soon as I got into the park at a certain point, I had something already planned for me that day. Okay. Actually, I have a thought. Okay. I have a thought. So we're talking, so listing the rides that have had a virtual queue. So Rise of the Resistance, uh, Remy's Ratatouille's their Adventure. I yes, I don't know. And, then, sure and, and then currently Guardians. Guardians of the Galaxy. So I've been on two of the three. I will tell you right away that I don't think that Remy's should have been a virtual queue as long as it was. And I don't, th I don't think that it's, mm, that would have been like a perfect hybrid. That would have been like a perfect hybrid choice. In my Remy opinion. Shouldn't have, Remy shouldn't have had a virtual queue to begin with. 
Like, like maybe, maybe outside of the initial opening window, but that was an attraction that I don't think warranted needing a virtual queue. I don't think that they could predict that. I mean, maybe you could have, but considering that they couldn't predict that, I think. Um, oh, better to be safe than sorry. Situation. Yeah, better to be safe okay. than sorry. And then like move it toward the, hey, clearly we're not giving away virtual queues or clearly no one's showing up. Like, let's open this up for the public type of thing. I think that would have been a good idea. Um, Rise, I think. I, the standby. I think Rise is a perfect example. Perfect example of utilizing the Lightning Lane Genie Plus situation because those waits, if you don't rope drop, those waits could be like two hours long. Mm -hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy, I've been on twice and there is a decent amount of room in that queue. I think, I think it should stay a virtual queue and then maybe let some stragglers in, in my opinion. Um, I think that that could easily get too crowded, and I like the idea of having the crowd control. Um, but with that, you know, adding more rides to the virtual queue system, I don't think is a bad idea. And let me just put this out there. Hear me out, y'all. Tower of Terror. Or rock and roller coaster. Half of the queue when you're when it's like a hundred plus minutes is mm -hmm. outside. Yes, I will. I will amen you a thousand percent. So then the only problem will be who is really going to pick Tower of Terror, rock and roller coaster over uh, Rise of the Resistance? I think there should be some balance between getting multiple virtual queues. I don't know what the balance is because I I'm not like a logistics person. The only thing I could think of is utilizing like a lightning lane situation, but how can we make that lightning lane situation free and let people mm -hmm. get in a virtual queue, um, like multiple virtual queues? I don't really know what that looks like. It probably is just you need to pay for it via lightning lane or genie plus. I get it. It's, you know, a money thing. Um, but I think that that's my best take on it because those lines outside are really especially in like the summer like huh. well you could also throw slinky dog into that i mean that entire queue with the exception of right before you get on it that's all exposed in toy story land yes i've waited in that line and not... and that is that Ugh. is never a short wait for slink but at the same nope. time like you said if you start using virtual queue for all those attractions it takes away the financial uh draw for you know individual lightning lanes and the paid genie plus aspect of it so i think that's why we won't see more uh virtual lanes implemented and plus like you said it's yeah. like 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 we're not logistical people so if we start you know implementing everything has a virtual queue okay nobody's waiting in standby lines and now I was talking about how there was just a throng of humanity for not so scary. Uh, there would just be a throng of humanity everywhere because nobody's waiting in line for anything. They're just hanging out in the hub around Cinderella Castle or they're. Okay, they're true. And I'm not saying do it for every ride. I'm just saying, like, you're right. I don't know. I guess that that's where. Ooh, am I about to, like, agree with this? I think this is where <laughs> the Genie Plus. I think the system is a good idea let the record Inter show that steffers okay, loves on. genie plus if it works if it noted works. genie plus lover steffers 
like it and th when I used it multiple times twice <laughs> multiple that is multiple twice. times Steffers, yes um <laughs> it did not give me return times that were like feasible it just wasn't it, it wasn't it for me I will say there is room for improvement but also I can see the pros by utilizing the system, especially in an age of these virtual queues, these long standby lines, like I get it. I there's just some logistical thing that will happen to make it more efficient, in my opinion. I just don't know what that is. But I just feel like there's always room for improvement for things. So I don't know. I, I think a hybrid system is really the way to go. And I don't think it's like an announced like hybrid system it's more like if they see an opportunity to let in 50 extra people then go for it because you're always going to have those stragglers that don't know that you need a virtual queue for that and mm -hmm. then it leaves those people out and i just you know i don't know That's or maybe maybe me. after like three o'clock on on days they open standby i don't know maybe maybe that would that would create too much uh well too much of a rush though I don't know. I'm just throwing well, that out. Well, it would open. So then it would open the people who say uh, rope drop or not rope drop. Oh, I guess it is rope drop now. But it's for the people that rope drop rise of the resistance can also still ride the Guardians of the Galaxy at Epcot if it's after three. Mm hmm. That's not a bad idea. I mean, again, I've said it before. I'm really good at this, Steffers. But, uh, mm. but <laughs> ouch, that hurt, friendo. Uh, but what really brought on this whole conversation is uh, the survey that Disney sent out. And I want to know what you, the lovely listener, your thoughts on virtual cues are. Are you for them? Uh, is there room for growth in this system like Steffers is talking about? Because even though I am for virtual cues, I'll agree with her 100%. There is still room for growth in this virtual queue system. And I want to know what you have to say about it. So get at us on the social media accounts. That's at does does Disney at land does at it steppers on Twitter. Uh, we'll be reading your responses next week, but I do want to go through this survey that was sent out to guests or some guests rather, if you were in Epcot since guardians opened uh, this past year, uh, I'm getting uh, this, uh, these screenshots from blog Mickey. So uh, the first one is going to be with the question with regards to the virtual queue system at Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Which statement best describes your experience on the date you visited? First option. I joined the virtual queue, but was not called back to the ride. I joined the virtual queue and was called back, but did not ride. I was unsuccessful in securing a spot in the virtual queue, even though I tried. I did not try to join the virtual queue because it was already full. I found the virtual queue system too complicated. I purchased the lightning lane and therefore did not attempt to join the virtual queue. Disney then asked what you didn't know about the virtual queue system. Blog Mickey goes on to say that interestingly, they mostly listed things that could be perceived as negatives or drawbacks of the virtual queue system. In the next question, they asked which of the virtual queue experiences were you unaware of prior to your visit asking police select all that apply boarding groups have limited availability boarding groups first become available at 7 a.m where you do not have to be in the park to join but you must have a theme park reservation for epcot it is not possible to experience this attraction using the standby queue at 1 p.m more boarding groups become available but guests need to be in the park to join 
Guests are assigned an estimated return window that they cannot choose, must download the My Disney Experience app to access it, or none of the above. I was aware of all of these things. Then they asked the big question. Essentially, they asked if you liked the virtual queue system. The question was posed with the example of the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, but it was asked in a way that was really getting at the heart of the matter. Do guests like the virtual queue system? Which of the following statement is the best way to describe your preference of riding an attraction such as Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind? And your two options are, I prefer the traditional standby queue with the understanding that A, I have to wait two plus hours in line and B, the majority of the line may be outdoors. Or option two, I prefer the virtual queue system with the understanding that A, virtual queue is only available via the My Disney Experience app and allows you to join a boarding group. If your boarding group is called, you'll receive a designated return window to ride the attraction. B, I may not be able to secure a spot in the virtual queue due to limited boarding groups. And then finally, C, I will not have the ability to choose the specific time to ride the attraction. So again, like Vlog Mickey points out, this survey is kind of getting, getting to the heart of the matter as they put it. Do you like the virtual queue system? And that's what I want to know you the lovely listener do you like the virtual queue system um i'm a fan of embracing technology in previous podcasts me and justin monroe we talked about embracing technology when it comes to mobile order uh and stuff like that and i'm a fan of embracing technology when it comes to virtual queues as well i do think there is room for improvement heck i think i'd kind of like to see a hybrid system but at the same time i don't think that disney is going to be offering a hybrid system when it comes to virtual queue but i want to know what y'all think get at us on the social and we'll we'll be reading some of your answers on next week's episode yeah we will and also there is only seven correct answers <laughs> oh really only seven only seven well and uh, one of those uh seven correct amp uh seven correct answers screw flanders that's one of seven so you know mm -hmm. oh then that's eight i wasn't counting that one i forgot about that one yeah yeah you can never forget screw flanders oh oops my bad <laughs> well steffers uh we covered a lot on this week's episode that kind of oh. feels like an ep for me uh any any news we missed about universal that we uh, uh that we didn't cover at the top that we need to talk about they're reinstalling the nets at Hulk, and there's some man or person or people uh, doing something with the with the first little corkscrewy situation on the Hulk. So, well, well but no, I, yeah, okay, all right, yeah. I I would imagine the Hulk is going to be uh, uh, getting some TLC right now because uh, that that big giant green uh, goof has uh, has uh, had it over the last week, so to speak. Yeah, Ian Dunn Hulk smashed, if you know what I'm yeah, saying. Hulk, yeah, Hulk got smashed a little bit, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, that, that feels like an F. Uh, why don't you uh, let the lovely listeners know where they can uh, find you with your uh, with your new handle and uh, your uh, where, where to get the pod and stuff? Oh, yes. Okay, hello. Um, you can find me on Instagram or TikTok, Adventures with Steffers. You can now tweet at me on Twitter, it is no longer Asian Zing 95. It is now it's Steffers. So it's it's I-T-S and then Steffers. S-T-E-P-H-E-R-S. -E you know, Steff with an E-R-S at the end. Um, I also started a new YouTube channel 
which I may or may not be in the middle of transitioning from Twitch to YouTube. Um, I might do both every now and again, stream on Twitch, but mostly go on YouTube. Haven't really decided yet. Um, that is linked on all of my social profiles. There's like a nice little, it's like a link tree, but it's not called a link tree. Um, or you can search Adventures with Stuffers uh, on YouTube to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Your support would be greatly appreciated. Um, check out my website, adventureswithstuffers.com, and my podcast, Adventures with Stuffers, in which I need to come up with a new episode. So stay tuned for that. That might be a week or two in the works. I do have some people that want to be on it. I just haven't. The scheduling is kind of a beast at the moment. So that's that. I think that's all my plugs. I'm so sorry, Justin, that you really had to listen to all my plugs. Yeah, uh-huh. And speaking of plugs, I, I didn't appreciate two weeks in a <laughs> row me catching a random stray on the pot or on the pass holder lounge, just mm -hmm, me, mm -hmm. me listening. And then all of a sudden it's like, like corporate Bob taking shots at me all episode. And then, and then Hold last, last it's what? full of love. It's full of love. Uh -huh. We love you. Yeah. I can, I can feel the love. Yeah. Yeah. Can you feel it? Feel this love right here. Oh these loves uh, and then and then last week well, last week y'all throwing shots at it 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 it, 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 it my plugs my plugs i have a song and dance steppers i'm 95 percent positive dance. i said landon is so cool he has a song for his plugs and i need to create one i'm like 95 percent sure that that's actually what i said so whatever you heard I mean, yeah, I mean, you you did you accurate. did you did say it was a cool song, but but still, thank you. Sh okay, shots, you shots were fired. Absolutely not. No yes. shots were fired. I said it was a cool song. That's it. Taking shots at my buttmunchchips.com. Yes, I know that website <laughs> hasn't been updated in several presidential administrations. I need but... to go onto this website to see what it looks like. <laughs> Let's see if we can optimize the SEO. Get you the get you the traffic you need. Oh, I guarantee you, I am killing it when it comes to SEO for butt munch chips. I really don't have a lot of competition when it comes to people search engine optimizing for butt munch chips. Dirty mother. Wow, you even you even have a Game of Thrones talk on here. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is an HTML website, too. Uh-huh. Yeah, it is. Wow. shots at my website yeah i would never do that anyway follow me on twitter l-a-n-d-o-z please go follow me landon don't i'm the best landon don't not the rest that you can follow me 280 characters at a time and you know what i'm not even plugging butt much chips anymore because y'all y'all make fun of me sit on your butt and no munch. no Jeffers, no you don't <laughs> sit on your butt and munch you take a dagger and you plunge it into my heart. That's what you do. <laughs> That's what you do. End of your about me says, and no, I don't send it to you. I got that question a lot. Like, like e even my old, old boss. It's like, like, so, 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 so do you like sell snacks? It's like, it's no. Munchchips.com, by the way, and you need to sit on your butt and munch. Welcome. That's where there's a bunch of current and outdated things, you know. It's honestly a good read. I didn't listen to any of it, but it's a good read, so go check that uh, out. Hallelujah! Holy shit, where's the Tylenol? Uh, I appear <laughs> on the Phil Show News Talk 98.7 WOKI. 
radio station locally here in Knoxville, Tennessee, streaming 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at Newstalk987.com. Also available in the iHeartRadio app and the Newstalk987 app as well. Uh, Staffers, any final thoughts before we hit the door? Oh, I think this is unhinged as it's going to be. Um, well, that's saying something. Yeah. Well, you know, last week's episode, a little more unhinged, but you know, as unhinged as it's going to get. I hope every single one of you is safe. Um, if you guys have any charities, organizations um, that is either personally helping you, a family member, um, or if there is, um, I know one of my friends has a GoFundMe started for one of his coworkers and friends who lost everything in uh, mm. Hurricane Ian. Uh, feel free to DM us um, or share it, and I have no problem retweeting it um, as long as it's someone you care about or yes. if it's you. Um, but that's, it's really it y'all. Hopefully we were able to bring some happiness and joy into your life and talk about butt munching chips enough for your daily, daily uh, consumption. Um, and thanks for following us on this ride of life. It makes me feel good. Oh, well, happy October as well. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome to the spooky season y'all. And um, it, it occurred to me last week as I was uh, uploading uh, the the podcast. Last week was uh, episode uh, or numbered episode fifty. So uh, we've been doing this for like fifty, okay. uh, 50 episodes. Now. That's crazy because I still need seven more to hit my goal of fifty. So I'm gonna need to get my life together. I got two months to get it going. You'll get there. I I have no doubt, Steffers. Yeah, here's to hoping. Well, and 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 if you need anything from me, let me know. We'll talk offline in about two seconds when we're done. Okay. All right. Um, uh, thank a cast member. Thank a team member. I, I know I said that at the top of the show, but I want to reiterate it now more than ever. I mean, you should be thanking cast members and thanking team members regardless, but especially right now. Um, you need to treat them like the rock stars that they are because they are rock stars. Um, and Disney and Universal, pay them a living wage. They just went through some stuff, and then y'all are like, oh, by the way, um, be at work Thursday night, Friday morning. Here we go. We got stuff to sell, y'all. So um, uh, take care of them and, uh, and uh, take care of each other. Uh, a whole lot of people have just gone through some really, really rough stuff, and uh, you don't know what everybody else has going on in their life, and you don't know Bro. how far a kind word a simple gesture will go. So uh, be decent to each other. Be decent to yourself. Take care of yourself, not just physically, but mentally to uh, your mental health. Just as important as your physical health. I know a lot of people just, you know, oh, tough it out, butter cup. But, you know, it's like, 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 don't, don't, don't be of that mindset. Like, seriously, take care of yourself. Set boundaries. Know when to say no. Say no is okay. And, and it's okay to not be okay, too. Retweet! Um, Sorry, there was a lot of, like, really important things in that that I just wanted to retweet. Well, yeah, re, re, retweet all that stuff, too. Yeah, and uh, um, uh, and uh, something that I've been adding on to the end of my little tags the last couple of weeks is a uh, line I'm borrowing from the uh, professor from the YouTube channel, uh, Tolarian Community College. Exhale. Have a little fun and enjoy yourself. And if you do that, that mean the world to me. So uh, for my friend Steffers, my name is Landon Dome. You've been great. We've been Daz Does Disney.
stay tuned for the secret sound, you Jedi scum. Mm-hmm. I could hear you the first time, and all I heard was you cursing at yourself, and it was honestly pretty hilarious. <laughs> okay, so what I've done is I have figured out a workaround. I went and got a pair of earbuds to plug into my microphone. So I am currently wearing a pair of earbuds and a pair of headphones. So I can hear you coming through my computer and I can hear me coming through my microphone. This is the most messed up rig I've ever ran, but damn it, we're going to get through it. Moving on. Landon, we're moving on. Hello, deviant art. One time I drank whiskey out of a girl's shoe one time. As a fun night. And then has a little dingle dangle. It has the Epcot 4D logo on the uh, on the right uh, breast area. Uh, and then on the back. Left. It... Okay, the left breast area. And then... <laughs> I just wanted you to say breast again. <laughs> Man, our secret sound is going to be off the chart. Mm, there's no dongler on it. I'm so sorry. Let the record show that Steffers loves Genie Plus. Noted Genie Plus lover, Steffers. Uh, Jingle your balls. You know, there's there's a lot of stuff I can do well. Heck, there's even a couple things I can do very well. But when it comes to graphic design, that is one thing I cannot do at all. Thankfully, I have a friend in Matt and love of the mouse multimedia. You know and love their work. The sleek and soon-to-be-beloved logo for this very podcast, Does Does Disney, that was them. The classic morning monorail logo and all its variants, that was Love of the Mouse too. And not only does Love of the Mouse have an incredible talent for graphic design, they're easy to work with and collaborate. They listen to your ideas and suggestions, then they bring them to life. So if you're looking to start your own blog, podcast, YouTube channel, Etsy shop, whatever creative outlet that you're thinking of, Love of the Mouse can help your brand to stand out in the crowd. Connect with Matt on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram by searching Love of the Mouse Multimedia or at L-O-T-M Multimedia or visit loveofthemousepodcast.com or email loveofthemousepodcast at gmail.com to contact him about your design needs. We're talking logos, social media promos, advertisements, websites, and so much more. And if you're uh, looking for some more awesome Disney content, make sure and subscribe to his show, Love of the Mouse Podcast, on your favorite streaming applications. And tell him the Dawes sent you. I, I, I don't know if that'll get you anything up. I just always wanted to say that. Thank you.